welcome to Upbringing. We're Hannah and Kelty, twins, mothers, and works in progress. Upbringing is a movement that empowers us all to engage bravely with the hardest aspects of parenting, to create positive change in ourselves, our families, and the world. Join us to build intention, elevate skills, and align our parenting practices with our greatest ideals. When we practice trust over fear, connection over control, and progress over perfection, we're not just raising our kids, we're raising ourselves. Let's show up and grow up. Today's episode is supported by ARC, beautiful and durable clothes for kids and mothers that are produced sustainably and ethically in the USA. Versatility and durability are key to founder Abigail Quist, who believes that all clothes should be play clothes and that buying less and buying better is a means to helping our kids foster a more thoughtful lifestyle. And the color palette will amaze. Mm. Learn more about ARC and support Upbringing by visiting today's show notes or our partners page at upbringing.co. Enter code UPBRINGING for 15% off your purchase. Now on to our empowerment. Happy Friday, kids. Welcome to Upbringing's Empowerment Series. We grabbed some beverages, sat down, and recorded this video that's now up on our site as well as YouTube. The audio from that happy hour is what you'll be hearing here today. You may prefer podcasts, but we'd recommend watching these Friday Empowerment episodes on YouTube or our website. Yeah, we're kind of twinterrupty on these babies. Um, but today we'll talk about the power of follow through. And we're not talking about our tennis swing. <laughs> More specifically, it's about help. And not all the typical times we help our kids, but those go time moments when things are ramping up and mm -hmm. we've got to get in there physically to move things along or stop our kids in their tracks. Yeah, we hope that this helps everyone <laughs> listening as much as it does us, just in terms of like nipping things in the bud before they get out of control and saving ourselves from ourselves and our kids from our kids. Exactly. Here we go. Welcome to Upbringing. We are Hannah and Kelty, and we like talking about things that make us really uncomfortable in parenting. Mm -hmm. Yep, we think the hard stuff's the good stuff, and today we're here to talk about the power of follow through. Mm -hmm. And AKA help. Help <clears throat> is the word that we're really gonna be using. Yes. And I think that we all have a pretty good sense of how much we help our kids all the fucking time, yeah. doing everything. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, it's a big one. You think of helping as kind of like number one on the parenting list in a lot of ways. Yeah, helping yeah. them get dressed, helping them in the toilet, helping, helping them, them with not their, make with, a mess with their feelings. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, just general support, kind of high on our job uh, description for yeah. sure. But um, I think that this follow through help is a little bit different mm -hmm. in that it's helping us. It's helping a situation, mm -hmm. um, and it's helping them. So it's kind of a, a trio of help. Yeah, but I think that what we're going to be looking at today is using the word help as a very specific tool and a specific action, mm -hmm. both as a mindset and, the, and then as a word, as something we say <clears throat> an and a thing that we do mm -hmm. uh, with our kids. And yeah. the scenarios that we're going to be talking about today are all what we call go time moments. You know that feeling when... Your kid is either doing something that you don't want them to do or they uh, won't do something that you really want them to do. So let's give the four examples. We're going to go through four examples today. Okay. Let's say what yeah, those are I was really just going to say general context. So, but but even ahead. just, for example, yeah. our one-year-old um, is holding a very precious vase when we walk into the living room. Mm -hmm. um, or, for example, our two-year-old refuses to hold our hand in the parking lot and is, like, trying to run away. Mm -hmm. 
or um, our three-year-old is... Won't get in the car. Yeah, like won't get in their car seat. Mm -hmm. Um, Or our four-year-old won't get dressed in the morning. So these are things that uh, it's a challenge because it's based on an expectation we have that they are unable to meet for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. Um, And they need a little help. Yeah, but but, the situations that we're specifically talking about are those moments, like we said, go Mm -hmm. time, Mm -hmm. is when... Maybe you've had the opportunity to work through what we call the four powers. You can look at our our four power intro video to kind of get a sense of those. They're basically four steps where we are respecting them, then connecting, we're innovating, and then we're trusting. Mm -hmm. And it's like often these go time moments are when those are things we're doing instead of having to control or force something right away. Mm -hmm. So it's a process we go to to try to elicit their cooperation to stop doing something or to do something Mm -hmm. without having to be an asshole and kind of put distance between us and reduce their learning and their skills. Yeah. Um, But as you said... I feel like you keep interrupting me. I've been trying to say the same thing for like three different times. I'm going to listen right now. Go ahead. (sighs) Go time is when we've maybe had the chance to run through these four steps. Maybe we haven't. But it's when something needs to happen. Mm-hmm. It's often when we yell. It's often when we are getting frustrated. It's when shit needs to get done. Someone needs to get in the car. A breakable thing needs to get put down. Um, there's a safety thing, like someone's running into the street, like you said. Mm-hmm. It's when something needs to happen. And it's usually around something that needs to happen where we need to get in there physically. and Which is right. always <clears throat> a really kind of a tough one. Especially, I think... When we're trying to be respectful, mm-hmm. when we're trying to honor their bodies and give them options and, um, and time and maybe they'll yeah. come around and maybe... But I think that these are those moments yeah. when we end up yelling or feeling incredibly resentful um, and they can feel that. Our kids can definitely sure. feel that or hear that. Um, mm-hmm. And this is a way that we are kind of sidestepping and preempting that escalation in our feelings and then in our kids' um, kind of reactivity and... Um, Mm -hmm. kind of cooperation resistance. Yeah, it's sort of, we like to think of the help kind of mindset or tool Mm -hmm. as saving our kid from themselves or saving us from ourselves or Mm -hmm. both of those things. Mm -hmm. This is unbuttoned. I'm going to button this for you. Thanks. You can keep talking. Okay, so the first step is the mental mantra part of it. Thank you. Um, It's so easy to, when our kids are exhibiting challenging behaviors, to think... They're out to get me. They don't respect me. Uh, they should know better. They are just manipulating me. They're trying to get attention. They won't do it. Mm-hmm. And we've decided to replace all of those automatic negative thoughts with they need help. Mm-hmm. That's it. They mm-hmm. just need help. And that's a big ask, but because it requires our trust that they're doing the best they can. Mm-hmm. That they are little people with growing brains and very wily bodies. And um, that's the frustrating thing you and I talk about a lot, Kelty, mm-hmm. is that that ebb and flow and scaffolding of their learning, how inconsistent um, One day they can is. get the shoes on. <clears throat> the next day, it's impossible. They mm-hmm. literally cannot do it. Yeah. One yeah. day they can it's hold your hand in the parking lot. The next day they're running around crazy. It mm-hmm. feels, um, it's just crazy. It feels making. unfair. Absolutely. Yeah. But we truly believe and research shows that there's an ebb and a flow to all of these things and that we need to be the consistent ones, not expect our kids to be the consistent and, ones. And that there's um, an ebb and flow in emotional readiness versus physical <clears throat> readiness. Mm-hmm. And those both change a lot. And part of this whole trust step is another replacing that we've done, which is instead of 
that thought that goes through our heads, they won't do it. Mm-hmm. It's just saying they can't. Mm-hmm. So that's sort of connected in the they need help. Yeah. Anything mindset. saying they should do anything <clears throat> is living in fucking la la land, if you ask us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, we're still trying to believe that and to understand that. But letting go of any shoulds that our kids have has really released us from quite a bit of negative feelings and allowed us to just really take on that mantra of they need help. And not get all worked up, not get all crazy, fuck emotions. Mm -hmm. When we see these situations, before we get ramped up, before they get ramped up, let's cut to the chase. Yeah, I think this is a very, like, yeah, it's very preemptive in that way. Yeah, let's just say, I'm seeing this behavior, it's this time. Or I'm seeing this behavior, Mm -hmm. baby needs this, it's go time, I'm going to help you. Yeah, yeah. So let's give an example. Okay, for example. Yeah. So your kid. Oh, this happened to you quite a bit. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, so you're at the park with your kids <clears throat> and they're showing you that they're not ready to go. They're having so much fun. They're having so kids much fun. Kids love to play. Yeah. yeah. And you've run through the four powers already. I have. Let's say, oh, I'll say yeah. yeah, I have. I've run through the four powers already. So I've respected that they have their own agenda. They're separate <clears throat> people. They are really enjoying themselves. Kids love playing. I've already established the limitations and boundaries before we got there. I let them know how long we'd be there. We had a sign, all planned out, all the stuff. I then connected, got down to their level, told them that it was time to go in five minutes and that we'd meet over at the thing like we talked about. I could see they're really having fun, et cetera, et cetera. Cool. <clears throat> then um, they didn't meet there. So we worked the innovate step where I said, how about we you know, jump into the bob. I'll count to three and you guys race in and jump in there at the same time. We ran through a bunch of other creative options trying to innovate. Didn't really work. They really just wanted to keep playing. Um, and then I was kind of working on my trust level. I Especially was like, your daughter. This right? is, yeah, yeah, this is going to take a little while. This isn't going to happen overnight that they're going to be ready to go to the park. Some days they can, some days they can't. I'm focusing on being calm right now. Mm-hmm. And then I look at my watch and I'm like, but we need to get my son back for his nap. This is going to have to happen. I realize we're in a go time moment. Mm-hmm. Right. And this follow through help step is within the trust where you've done these other things if possible. Mm-hmm. And now all you can do is follow through lovingly by helping. Yeah. So what does that look like? Like how do you approach this situation, Cal? Uh, well, similarly to approaching with the four powers, but a little more brief, mm-hmm. a little bit more like it's go time. Yeah. So I start with an observation seems like you still are really into playing and not feeling like you're ready to go. And then I try not to do it with a big but, but I'll that I'll be like, but my we, concern is my concern is yeah. that's better. My concern is we need to get Innie back for his nap. And it's already really late and we haven't had lunch. Uh, so I'd like us to get into the bob now. Yeah. It's yeah. time to get it's into time. the bob. Whatever. Whatever. Um, and then if that's not working, the beginning of the real help part is by giving a choice. <clears throat> and we call it a choice. Or really, follow through choice. It's, mm-hmm. it's a follow through choice. It's really a loving ultimatum. Mm-hmm. So it would be something like, would you like to hop into the bob now or should I help you? Mm-hmm. And it's for those times that you really want to say, get in the bob or I'm going to shove you in there. Mm-hmm. Like that. Or I'm going to take away something. Or I'm going to take away or, something. Or never coming back to the park again. Mm-hmm. So when you go to ultimatum brain, that's when you offer the help choice. Mm-hmm. And we all, like to start with the, would you like to offer first? One last or opportunity. Or one last opportunity to save face mm-hmm. and to do it. Or, or I can help you. Mm-hmm. And that might incite them, which it has after much repetition, to do it themselves because they like doing things themselves. 
and um, because they know it's probably more un- more pleasant than me having to pick them up and put them in. Um, but then when that doesn't happen and I need to lovingly follow through, I know that they really just couldn't do it because mm-hmm. any kid in their right mind would rather climb into a bob themselves than get wrestled in, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So then I lovingly follow through. I'm not, I'm trying not to make angry face. <laughs> I'm trying to do it calmly, calmly lovingly, nodding. Understandably. And maybe <clears throat> while I'm doing this and buckling the straps and trying not to freak out, I'm saying things like, you really just wanted to keep playing. You're just acknowledging whatever totally. they say. I'm validating. Yeah. I'm acknowledging what they say. They have um, every right to complain or absolutely. voice their opposition or have big feelings We're, about we're it. welcoming all the emotions around whatever it is. Yeah. In my mind, I can be thinking, we're never coming here again. This is never happening. I can go all those deep, dark places mm-hmm. in here by myself. Outside, if nodding is the only thing that I can handle, that's what I'm doing. Otherwise, I can just kind of reflect mm-hmm. things back. So that's generally the help thing. It's going in thinking they need help, and then it's going through the, hey, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Still not doing it. Still not trying it. I'm going to help you in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think I think it's so important where I know that you've been at the park several times where you let it go too far, where you said oh. five minutes, five minutes, it's time, it's time. And it's we that see a tension lot of, that we feel. We see a lot of parents say, okay, when do bye, I stay? I'm leaving. And they pretend to abandon their child, which I think is very dishonest and not great for an attachment. But we've all been there where we're literally like, see ya. Like, yeah, but I think so it's normal. because we have a fear of that physical conflict, that mm-hmm. physical engagement. It, that's so much easier than a bunch of people at the park staring at you, carrying, being, a, like, carrying a screaming kid out or having to wrestle your kid into a thing. Mm-hmm. But with practice, it makes it so much easier. I don't care how many people watch me wrestle my screaming child into a bob. It, but I did the first but 10 I think times. a lot of people, this is such a big thing, is the follow-through choice, it is leaning into confrontation. It is leaning mm-hmm. into a potential conflict. But that is the authentic, honest, respectful thing to do rather than mm-hmm. controlling them by saying, if you don't get in, then this. If you get in, then I'll give you this. Or please, those things, please get in. Yeah, <laughs> or begging, or whatever. But it's, yeah. those things are, those seems less kind of conflict ridden, but mm-hmm. they're actually can really undermine your relationship and their skills of leaving the park. They need to understand that as your trust, as their trusted advocate, you know, the plan, you're going to give them every opportunity. And then with no you know, guilt or shame or mm-hmm. anger, you're going to follow through lovingly. And then that's how things are done in your home. It's not a punishment. No. It's just, you're just, you, you got to help them. Right. As yeah. opposed to being like, wow, I want to do this thing. And mom wants something else. So she's manipulating me and forcing me essentially by taking mm-hmm. something away or giving me something. I always like to kind of show the two sides of those things and let us think about which one we would rather have. Yeah. Cause because, sometimes we don't yeah. think about it and we, we do the other one. Right. And I Absolutely. have said before, to my kid, you know, if you can't show me that it's time to leave when it's time to leave at the park, then we can't go to the park like this. But it's also occurred to me, well, we can't, we, we're still going to go to the park and she's going to see very soon that we still go because yeah. I need to get outside. That's really you trying to threaten her in a really nice right. way. And, but it doesn't really work yeah. because she knows we're going to keep going to the park. Yeah. But I can't threaten her beyond that because it doesn't feel good to me. I know. <laughs> so I've had to do the follow through and had to be like, well, then... I will maybe have to but, lift her into the <clears throat> to the thing once. And that's the amazing thing, though, where it's like your kids, because of their temperament, you've had to do it more often because mm-hmm. sometimes they really just can't. Yeah. But when yours my, have learned, my kids quickly. have learned more quickly that like, OK, I'll just jump in the bob because otherwise mom's going to help me in. And I'd rather get it myself. And yeah, she but, means but business. They, but yeah, they yeah. know that that's a stable thing and mm-hmm. it's not a threat, but it's really no. it's going to happen because I'll help you get in. Right, yeah, exactly. But I was going to say something else. Sorry. That's OK. 
I'll think of it. Um, why is help so great? Do we want to give these examples, these other examples? I think that we, we should do? give the other examples first. Okay, so let's one just, year old. Let's play out some really things. quick. I really so want to think of what one I year old. You walk into the living room. Your one year old. Our one year old is holding a very precious vase that for some reason we left out, which is very stupid. Um, and I'm still trying I think to think of what I'm. And immediately about. we would want to be like, "What are you doing with that?" Ugh, like be frustrated, be annoyed. I told you. Yep. I, usually I <clears throat> respond because I'm so frustrated at myself for having left it out or for having left them mm-hmm. by themselves. But I end up kind of projecting that onto them. Um, what we want to do is get rid of all of those words, all of those thoughts, and just say they need help. So I approach immediately from a help perspective and say, oh, you found the vase. I make an observation mm-hmm. like you did. You found that vase. Let me help you. And I hold on to it and I say, oh, it's so fragile. And they may like try to pull it away or do something. And I'll just mm-hmm. say, oh, I'm going to help you because it's very fragile and sensitive. But um, that's coming at it as less of a correction mm-hmm. and more of you're helping them because they just didn't know. And help is connection, basically. Yeah. That's what we're doing in all of these tough situations is we're connecting instead of correcting. Yeah. Um, and so then, you know, they might have the feelings they wanted to hold on to it. I'm sorry, I have to put it somewhere up higher because it's so delicate. Yeah. Is there something else we could find to do? Mm-hmm. You're frustrated. You really wanted that, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. You really wanted to shatter that, and it's priceless. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, okay, other example. Two-year-old. Oh, two-year-old <clears throat> wouldn't, your kids, you say? hold hand in a parking lot. Oh, yeah. So well, this was a big one just when all of our kids were toddlers, mm-hmm. and we just found the system of... When we're walking through a parking lot or when we're not on a sidewalk, Mm -hmm. we're holding hands. And if you can't hold my hand, then I'll pick you up or I'll put you in the bob. Mm -hmm. Either one. And it was really just totally simplified everything. It it took away all the drama, all the resistance. They didn't test it anymore because they knew they were like, oh, if whatever. Yeah. If if we can't hold hands, then they're going to help me into the bob Mm -hmm. or help help me stay safe by holding me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's the, I mean. So we go around and say. What would you say? Well, like, first of all, also disclaimer, not everyone has the luxury of doing this if they have multiple, multiple, mm-hmm. multiple kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, we felt the conflict, even like that park example of being like, wow, my toddler's running this way, the big kid's this way. I can't even yeah. chase it's, them to let alone put them in. It can yeah. be complicated, yeah. but, um, with, and with the holding hands thing, you can only carry one kid. Well, and or that's whatever, why we want to do the four powers before we get to the parking lot and have mm-hmm. talked about it. See that, you know, believe and understand why they would want to do that for their age connect with them mm-hmm. about it and so that they have a good relationship and want to stay close to us and mm-hmm. not want to test or push and know or why they need to be close and yeah right, exactly stuff. and innovate with them about problem solving strategies do you want to hold mm-hmm. on to my pants blah 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 how are we going to yeah. do this so it would be something like it seems like you're still wanting to kind of keep your legs running fast mm-hmm. or explore out into that direction yeah. But I can't let you because it's really dangerous. Yeah. See the cars My going. My concern like, is it's dangerous spray. in the parking lot. So right. you need to stay close to me. And then the question. And then we the give the, choice. the choice, which is... Um, would you like to hold my hand? Try holding my hand one more time, or should I pick you up? Right. Or would you? Can you try holding my hand one more time, or or can I help you into the bob? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And and then, like we said before, validating all the emotions around mm-hmm. it, and just lovingly follow through. Try to skip the anger face right. as because you're doing it. Again, the the calmer and more. Um, loving we are with doing this and the earlier we do it the easier that is for us yeah you can actually you don't have to actually project a loving facade if you do it early enough that you're not frustrated and you see it happening where you're not like come back here 
get get back here. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna come after you. I'm gonna you. count to three. Better come if back. Everybody be right. here at three. We're that's all been mounting there. all your tension, and, and that's seeing them. Here's a challenge that I want you to push against even more. Yeah. Instead of being like the minute they start pulling away, <clears throat> we say immediately, "You want to keep running." Mm-hmm. We just nip it in the bud. It's go time. You want to keep running? I need to hold your hand because it's not safe mm-hmm. here. Do you want me to hold my, you know, hold hands, or should I pick you up? Yeah. And boom, done. Yeah. You know. Okay. Do the car seat one, the three-year-old car seat one. I have been going through that myself. Yeah, and Recently. she has to go through the back of the trunk of the oh van to put her son into it's the so bad. car seat. So she's like breaking her back wall. She has to yeah. do it if he's feeling well. And he's done the thing where he he'll like wedge into a corner. He'll be like, "You can't get me." Like, <laughs> stuff like that where like I'm like oh my god like thanks for the comedic like relief here but, yeah that's um, actually really helpful it, it, it is because he's so damn cute but um sometimes they don't seem that cute sometimes no. I get really frustrated but um the first few times I just I think it's only happened a few times lately because I've, I've said oh my gosh you want to get in we've run through a few of the innovation <laughs> things the right. connection things and so that doesn't work. And then I say, we need to get to school. You know, you want to keep playing, but we need to get to school. My concern is we need to get to school. So can you jump in your car seat right now? Like hop like a bunny or dive like Superman into it? Um, or otherwise I can help you. And he, he, the first few times he was like, no, I want to keep playing and this and this and this. And then he saw what help was like, which is me like kind of awkwardly wrangling with a loving and, you know, intention. Mm-hmm. You might have pinched him on purpose. Wrangled, shut <laughs> up. No, I didn't. Um, wrangled him into his seat. And <clears throat> the first few times he cried, like literally, like I broke his body. Yeah. And that was so hard for me because I was just like, I didn't You don't have him. to fo- lovingly follow through as often with your no, kids. No, like they're so sensitive that yeah. like I lovingly followed through and he literally like. He just, acted like you'd like. Turn him upside down and eat him or something. But he's not doing that anymore. Like, now he'll just jump into the seat. He'll be like, and then, like, jump into the seat, and then, boom, Mm -hmm. we're done. So, um, that's been going (laughs) pretty well. Okay, what about the four-year-old? The four-year-old getting dressed. Getting dressed. That's a tough one. Follow-through choice. Yeah, but running the powers, and then ultimately saying, yeah, it seems like you're still enjoying being naked. Um... (laughs) Or you, you love know, whatever you're doing, doing. the pooty doo dance on the couch or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, my concern is that we're going to be late for school or your dentist appointment. And or obviously, whatever it is, you're doing <clears throat> this not five minutes before you need to leave. You're mm-hmm. doing this half an hour before before you've lost your shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The closer we get to the last minute, the more tension there's going to be, mm-hmm. and the less able I'm going to be able to and respond. You weren't res- you weren't reminding this four year old. You need to get your clothes on. You need to get your clothes on. You'd establish the expectation. I've totally of done that too, though. You've done that, <laughs> right? But in this ideal case, yeah. you've done the four powers, kind of. You've connected. Mm-hmm. You've offered things, mm-hmm. and then they still don't want to do it. And so then immediately you're like, right. "Go time." When time instead of saying they're, you know, disrespecting me, they're messing with me. They know how to get themselves dressed. They're try- they're out to get me. I say, "I just need help." She just needs help right now. So she I go is in, unable I see, to do it herself. Right. This she just can't. Yeah. Can't. Not won't. It feels like won't. It feels a lot like won't everybody. <clears throat> just can't do it. Yeah, so I'd just say when you like say you still, <clears throat> when you say she won't do it, then you say then I will make her do it. Yeah. And it's, when you say she, mental slippery slope. And action. then when you say she can't do it, then you say so I, I will help I her. I need do to it. help her. Yeah. So then I say uh we'll start at the beginning. It seems like you still feel like running around naked. Oh, like, that's so fun. Yeah. yeah I, I wish we I could all do that? run around naked a little more right. often. My concern is we're going to be late for your dentist appointment or whatever it is. And uh, so would you like to chase me into your bedroom? I give like one last Hail Mary innovation. Would you like to chase me into your into your bedroom 
and put your clothes on or should I help you? Mm-hmm. And she'll be like, hmm. and I see, I see her brain. I see it working. And sometimes they'll come up with their own thing. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. And so sometimes we'll get chased in and, and it works or they'll come up with their own amazing thing. And sometimes I'll have to I'll bring the clothes and sort of lovingly wrestle the clothes on. And I will also think, how many of these clothes do, do I really need to put on? <laughs> like, really, I go through the list of what must actually get done. What does go is, time mean? What does go mm-hmm. time mean? So do we have to go to this stupid dentist appointment? I can go dance naked with her for a while. Or we really have to be there, so this has to happen. Mm-hmm. Or there are times where I'm like, do socks and shoes have to go on right now? Or can they go on in the car? Mm-hmm. What or can ease there, this transition? There have been times that I've totally handed my baby to the care provider with the pants on their head because that's how they would wear them into the car. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So so asking yourself flexible. those questions within the follow through mm-hmm. of what, you know, yeah. what could make sense for everybody. Um, this morning, my daughter didn't want to go to school mm-hmm. and she's five and she said, I'm not going to go. And I said, okay, okay. You know, that was and, my daughter and yesterday. She said, and she said, and you won't get me dressed, you know. Um, and I said, okay, well, you know, but I, I will have to help you get dressed, you know, if you can't get dressed yourself. You know, but it's mm-hmm. like she already knows what those steps are. And she was saying, and I won't do that thing. But then she literally got up and, and she was like, I feel better now. I got dressed. And when we like went to school. But where like this process, and I think that what, we can talk why this, this help step is so mm-hmm. great is that it's just, it's very... Um, unemotional. And when things are unemotional, we're able to learn. Mm-hmm. They're able to learn. Um, it's very predictable. So we get to a point mm-hmm. where we give the follow through choice and that follow through mm-hmm. choice is a ding, ding. This is go time. We're in and, go time. And I got to trust happen. mama or papa or whatever that, that something needs to happen and that they need my cooperation and the, and go time isn't always every time for everything. That's mm-hmm. the other thing we wanted to mention. Yeah, that, like yeah. not to overuse the help and the go time, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, we like, could to we control could. our kids. Literally, help, be like help could become a dirty word in your house if yeah. you overuse it. You yeah. know, totally. It's not it's an ultimatum. It's not a challenge. Yeah. It's you know, it's something that that we use when we need to 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 move along as their advocates. Um, yeah. And to get shit done and to protect all of us from feeling and being crazy. Yeah. And I think people yeah. might be thinking a couple questions. One, how often do you use this? Like we said not all the time, yeah. but it also depends on kid ages it depends on the kid's temperament like mm-hmm. we've gone through periods where i use it like 20 times a day just and to get through a regular to get day through a regular day of things because um, there's so much resistance because there's yeah. a lot of resistance there's a lot of testing there's a lot right. of or in a really t- tough situation like an airport where you have to be moving them through these steps and they're not used to it yeah. it's something novel yeah, yeah. you use it a lot but more. or the temperament of your kid or developmental stage like you said it mm-hmm. all depends um but as we also said the more often we do it the the easier it gets, the more mm-hmm. predictable it becomes for them and for us, and mm-hmm. especially around whatever topic it is. So if it's the car seat thing, that goes away. The resistance disappears because of the, the beautiful, loving follow-through yeah. help. Or sometimes it disappears and then it comes back and you're like, oh, we need to help with the car seat again. Yeah. yeah. Like we're That's back there. Too. Yeah. You know? Um, what about the things that we can't actually help with or loving follow-through that drive this us is, fucking crazy? This is such a big one because there have been times when... Like one of my kids does something like incessant whining or like my daughter likes to come into the kitchen when I'm cooking and turn the lights off or turn it on and off and on and off. Uh Like we're in a, like a club and it's just like so infuriating. Mm -hmm. And so I'm feeling like go time, like this must stop. This has to stop. And 
there's nothing, there's no way for me to help her. I'm not going to help her into a straight jacket, which is what I want to do, mm-hmm. or into like the broom closet or whatever. Right? Yeah. Like, what can you really do when we're, you're in an open house? You can't, <clears throat> I'm not going to tape her mouth shut so she's not whining. Well, most we people, can't, to, to avoid conflict, would just say, if you can't stop whining, then you won't get to watch TV later today. Mm-hmm. Or you'll or, time out in your room or yeah, whatever. I mean, I think they would just threaten or punish. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's those, really those are tricky thing. situations yeah. when you have to think of using your help in other ways, like the four powers, basically. Yeah. But that's it's a tough one. Mm-hmm. And it reminds, it just at least puts us in mind of the scope of our control, what we can control and what mm-hmm. we can't, what, what helping looks like in a more manipulatable situation versus one that we don't have as much mm-hmm. physical control. Well, or, I think in those situations <laughs> when we can't, essentially lovingly control our kids and lovingly follow through and help them. Mm-hmm. We have to lovingly follow through and help ourselves. Mm-hmm. So in that case, I would say, you know, the light is really bothering me and, and I have kind of asked all these things, given opportunities, given new ideas, redirected. And then if that's not working, then I'd say, I'm going to go into my room for a few minutes mm-hmm. where the light isn't there. And I would move myself. I would lovingly follow through with my behavior, with my needs, mm-hmm. you know, and same with the whining. I yeah, would just be like, thing. I, I need to be in the other room for a little bit because it's really hurting my ears. Right. If those yeah. other things don't work, then you remove yourself from the situation or it's, you do what It's you really need all to do. those times when you want to scream, stop. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Stop Please. it. Totally. Um, yeah. Um, anything else? In conclusion. In conclusion. I think we should wrap this up. Okay. Um, like we mentioned briefly, to be using the word help in other ways so there's not a stigma associated with help as always a loving follow-through. Like, mm-hmm. if your kid's, like, carrying their plate and you're like, oh, can I help you? And they're like, no, I can do it! Uh-huh. <laughs> like, because they're, like, traumatized by you, yeah. like, helping them into things or out of things or whatever. Yeah. Like, um, help, like, oh, can you help me wipe this floor up? Or, yeah. oh, I'd love to help you get your pajama pants on. Mm-hmm. Like, doing it in a, not in a ultimatum, I have to do this, there's no other choice way, but in a, Just a willing, Just double check that you're, ma- you're using it in those other, other loving, ways as well. Yeah. No pressure ways. Right. And with your partner too, or if there's yeah, someone around. Can, we yeah. can be modeling help in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? There's no failure know. in this. No. There's, there's only progress. <clears throat> We're going to yeah. yell, stop. We're going to yell anyway. We're going to mm-hmm. Have stern, scary face while we're helping them do stuff sometimes. That's okay. They need to understand sometimes when they've gone a little too far. And we need to understand when we've let something go too far. And that's what this help thing is. It's just this, this fine balance between understanding what they need and then what we need. And how do we make that happen through this help But so much of it is really recognizing the, the the symptoms of this go time Mm -hmm. thing and, and, and making those markers of when you're starting to feel ramped up, of when your kid is starting to lose control and spin out and those things are starting to happen. Mm-hmm. Paying attention to those signs that so action needs to be taken. That action needs to be taken before it gets too far. Before and, it gets And worse, helping yeah. is is this tool that reminds us that we can do it lovingly, that we can not be scared to physically get in there and help our kids when they need to. And that especially when they're small and young. We should be right. doing it as, as as much as we can in those necessary go times. Well, and I think about, like, people might just be like, why do I have to be nice and loving while I'm following through? Why can't I follow through and be frustrated? Mm-hmm. Why can't I do that? And, like, we talked about that, well, they won't understand 
the mm-hmm. why. They won't learn the as kids. well because our kids won't learn as well because mm-hmm. they'll be like, Mama's mad, and that's all they'll kind of notice. Mm-hmm. But also it's because it shows it can show our kids that in situations where the person above you or person in power needs to do something, they can do it in a respectful way that your our kids can then respect and then can then treat other people in that way when they need to follow through and it's, essentially control it's them. It's basically trust you know? building within our family <clears throat> so yeah. that when our kids are teenagers and you say, you know, grab your bag, we need to run out the door for this, they're going to say, I trust her, this is go yeah. time. She only does is. go time and this follow through stuff growing up you know, when she really needed to. And she did it in the most loving way that showed me that she only did it because it needed to get done. And it was nothing against us. It was mm-hmm. nothing against her love for me. That's always been there. Me as a person. But yeah. you're building this trust and connection that once they're bigger and can say, no, fuck you, or I'm leaving, or whatever. I'm, gonna, I'm going to my friend's that, house. I'll come back in the back whenever. of their mind, they're going to remember when mama asks something of me, she has the best of intentions. She's loving about it. She's respectful. She's chosen. She explains she, why. Right. Yeah. Exactly. All she observes my experience she acknowledges my feelings yeah and she gives me agency especially too Mm -hmm. so that when they're 16 we can say please come with us to this thing these are the reasons i would love this it would be awesome and they can say you know what i trust her and and i'm gonna do it if i feel like it or instead of saying we can't make them an immediate resistance no what's in it for me like Mm -hmm. or no she told me to so i don't trust her agenda or her values or her whatever so this is a big trust building thing in these situations um there's nothing wrong with that loving follow-through and it has been a huge pressure release for us to know it doesn't have to be all these decisions it doesn't have to be this push and pull and power struggle we just get to that point where we know and have the conviction we lovingly follow through. We help. We show them what help can look like so that they can help others in that way someday. And, and I think just big picture wise, something like that park trip used to like ruin my day yeah. or ruin my week. And I'd really beat myself up about it. Like I could have still ended up pushing my kids into the strollers with them crying. And after I'd let it get too far and I, and I would have all these feelings of judgment, like why did they do this? And I'm so frustrated at them and so mad and angry and... And now the more I'm able to do, to use help and to see help as this tool in this way, it might have the same actual ending where I have to put them in the bob, but I'm at peace. I know I'm doing the right thing. I'm showing them that I love them. I'm understanding that they are little guys with impulses and doing their absolute best and that sometimes they just need help. And then I'm able to circle back and say, was a tough morning at the park mm-hmm. and it's and it's so much easier for me to do that and to see that and for it not to like ruin our, our day yeah. or our experience together let's be honest some nights i'm so tired and mm. my husband knows that i need to take a shower and he will say can i he'll, i'll hear the shower go on in the other room <laughs> and then he'll come in and he'll say can i help you to the shower <laughs> and it feels so good where i have a trust relationship with him where it's like, I know that he's doing that for me. He's not like, you reek. No, he's like, I will cuddle with you tonight if you take a shower Uh because I love you. And there's trust about that. And I will say, yes, thank you. It is so much about saving you from yourself. Like, I think about the times that my husband comes over and he's like, he would say something like, do you want to put that way away or should I close up that bag of chips for you? Yeah. Like, he will help you close the bag of chips. He will help me close the bag of chips. He will save me from myself. We are all saving one another from yeah. ourselves and from one another and, and helping each other. It's such a fine dance, but mm-hmm. I think that help is a beautiful world word 
in um, in parenting and beyond, in friendships and relationships. Mm-hmm. And it's something we should embrace. Helping is not a sign of weakness. Mm-mm. It's not a sign of failure. It's There's not no a sign of being less than or anything. Help is a positive thing. And that's how we're trying to think of it. Mm-hmm. So we hope this power of follow through or power of help has been helpful to you. And we would mm-hmm. love to hear your experiences with follow through. Mm-hmm. And yeah, tell us. Um, what you think of it, what other types of things um, you use when it's go time. Loving go time moments. Yeah. Um, And thanks for listening. And we just, we think you're doing a great job. Thanks for coming. Yeah. That was fun. That was really fun. We mentioned circling back a little bit and repair, right? Yeah. I I feel like we can do a whole episode on that in and of itself. Yeah. Circling back to debrief about it, circling back to repair a little if you need to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially if any of you, us or our kids gets upset or struggles through it, it's worth, you know, exploring and debriefing about later. Yeah. You mean just like at the end of the night with your kid and when you're, you know, tucking them in or something, we could say, it was really hard leaving the park earlier today, wasn't it? You know, do you, what? How do you do feel about it? Or is there mm-hmm. anything I could do differently to to help you get in in the car? Or mm-hmm. or if it really did go well, and maybe they took one of those help options, mm-hmm. we could say something like, "It felt really good seeing you hopping in the car totally on your own in such a fun way." Or mm-hmm. or the times that we weren't able to help ourselves first and get that frame of mind for they need help quite quickly enough or to know when go time actually is when go time actually is and things get out of our hands a little to repair to ourselves and to circle back and repair with them and say something like I think I kind of got a little frustrated when we were at the park and I maybe didn't speak very nicely to you and I'm really sorry about that I was feeling frustrated that we were running late and then maybe some more problems solving, innovating kind of stuff. Yeah, next time, whatever. Yeah. Um, or how did you feel about it? Um, yeah, but I like that it's kind of a combo of um, talking about what can be done next time, but also just connecting about it to create a positive association with these transitions that are kind of tricky. Yeah, I think it's it's easy for us to be like, oh, it went terribly. Why would I bring that up? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that just like you know, cast it in stone or make it happen again. And I think mm-hmm. that, that we don't feel that's true. No, it helps us all transcend those things and even improve on them. Yeah, for sure. So head over to our website at upbringing.co or to YouTube where you can watch the awkward twin talk that you just heard. <laughs> uh, final farewell. Yeah, our affirmation to you. You are doing an amazing job. We're so proud of you. And we're right here with you, taking steps to better understand ourselves, our kids, and one another. So thanks for being here. We're all growing up together. Till next time.